Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and we've got a lot to talk about this episode, so let's get right into it. We're going to do things a little different. We're going to start off this episode with... AMG Rules Forum. And our first question of the day is Ketsu and Old Tarak. OP, can Ketsu use her ability to track her, a sh- to track her ship to enable Old Tarak's ability? Answer, yes. Old Tarak's Fangfighter ability does not have requirements nor cost and is able to freely enter the queue. Next question, R4B11 and Strain slash Tractor tokens. If a ship has R4B11 assigned, which reads, while you perform an attack, you may remove one orange or red token from the defender to reroll any number of defense dice, and is attacking a target with a strain or tractor token, that ship will roll one fewer attack dice. If R4B11's ability is used to remove that token, and there are no other strain tractor tokens on the ship, that ship does not get to add another die to its defense tool, correct? The effect of the token is applied when the dice are first rolled, not revealed afterwards. Answer. Yes, the number of dice rolled is determined before you would be able to use R4B11 to trigger a reroll. Alright, next question. Super Primed Kylo. OP. Kylo Ren in the TIE Silencer has supernatural reflexes and prime thrusters. If Kylo does a supernatural barrel roll that executes his maneuver, then takes an action, focus, target lock, or boost, can he auto-thruster ship ability into another barrel roll? Or does that violate the can't perform the same action twice per round rule? Thanks. Answer. No. While there is no maximum limit to the number of actions a ship can perform over the course of the round, a ship cannot perform the same action more than once during a single round or perform an action that it has failed this round. Next question. Jamming actions. OP. I understand that when you jam an enemy ship, it removes a token or the jam gets kept until the ship tries to use a token such as lock or focus. However, what I'm wondering is say if you're flying against a Janors with Mobley Crow who can keep two green tokens through the end phase, if you attack a ship using jamming beam, does one jam token remove both focuses, or would you have to have multiple jam tokens hit to remove both focuses? Thank you. Answer. One jam token removes one green token or breaks one lock. From the rules reference, when a ship becomes jammed, the players who affect the player whose effect caused the ship to gain the jam token chooses for the ship to either remove one of its green tokens or break one of its locks. All right, last question for this week. Transferring or gain reinforced tokens. OP, if I have a ship that that can have a reinforced token transferred to it or can gain a matching reinforced token, am I allowed to change the orientation of the reinforcement? Answer. When a ship performs the reinforce action, it gains a reinforced token with either the fore or after aft side face up. 
When transferring or gaining a matching reinforced token, you must maintain the original orientation. All right, that'll do it for that. Let's go ahead and go into our next segment. And for this portion, we're going to go ahead and give away our February ship, which, uh, if you remember, was an N1 Starfighter. And that's going to go to... Swalik, congratulations. Now, just as a reminder to my uh, Patreon or patrons, uh, don't forget to send me your shirt size so that I can get a shirt out to the uh, top tier patrons. For you lower tiers, send me a message and I will be offering you a discount on a Salt Mines X-Wing t-shirt. So, again, update your sizes or send me a message with your size so I can get you a shirt at the end of the month. Now, I tell you, over the last week, I've been spending quite a bit of time list building and um, probably spending more time than is healthy. No, I'm just kidding. There's no such thing as uh, unhealthy list building. Um so with that said, the rest of this episode is going to be me talking about different type of lists that that I think can be competitive based on three factors. So um, the first set of lists that I'm going to talk about is um, five ship lists. And I think five is a good solid number of ships to have in there. And these are all going to, uh, I'm going to attempt to have all of these around the same initiative. The next group of lists that I'm going to talk about is ace lists. Um, what kind of ships you might be looking at if you wanted to run an ace squad in different factions. And then the last one is what's the most number of ships I could get in the faction based off of points. So this whole rest of the episode is going to be List building with Joe. All right, so we're going to start out with the Rebel Alliance. And uh, for this, we've got Ten Num, Dutch Vander, Jake Farrell, Garvandreas, and Lieutenant Blout. So Ten Num has Selfless, Trajectory Simulator, Tractor Beam, Proton Bombs, Hull Upgrade, and Stabilize S-Foils. Dutch has Hopeful, Ion Cannon Turret, Thread Tracers, and R4. Jake has Proton Rockets. Garvandreas has Hopeful, Plasma Torpedoes, and R4 Astromech. And Lieutenant Blount is naked. So, and again with these type of lists, you're, you've got 5 I-4s, and in the Rebels... Everyone here is synergizing with everyone. Um, and yeah, it's it's just good. All right, moving on to the Empire. Um, we did have to drop an initiative on this one in order to get them all to fit. But here's the five ships that I'm looking at. So I've got Lightendry, Zertek Storm, Captain Farrowpaw, Lieutenant Laurier, and a Black Squadron Scout in the TIE Striker. So, Lightendry has fire control system, sync laser cannons, and targeting assist astromech. Zertek has disciplined fire control system and ion missiles. 
Captain Farrapaw has I Unlimited Overdrive, Director Krennic, and Tech Scrambler. Lieutenant Laurier has Discipline and Shield Upgrade. And the TIE Striker has Disciplined and Seismic Charges. And with this one, Director Krennic can assign the optimized prototype condition to basically whoever you want. I was looking more at putting it on Lieutenant Laurier. Um, just because of that funky barrel is going to allow him to be in places that uh, you wouldn't expect. And without the uh, the modifications that you may typically see, having that optimized prototype on there can just make him punch a little bit better. All right, next we're moving to Scum. So now we've got Genesis Red, Dace Bonearm, Cad Solus. Arliz, Hadrissin, Hadrassian, and Nerdu Shulak. So, Genesis Red, going to run Cutthroat, Proton Torpedoes, and Afterburners. Dace with L3, Connor Nets, and Deadman Switch. Cad Solus is running Fearless. The Y-Wing, Arliz is going to be running Ion Cannon Turret, Ion Missiles, and Ion Bombs with R4 Astromech, and Nadir is naked. All right, then we move into the Resistance. And the Resistance is another one of those factions where I had to drop initiative on in order to kind of make these work. So, and this list may seem kind of familiar. It's, it's an upgraded uh, version of one that you may see in the past, but it's just Pava. Lega, Fossang, Pamich, Nero Goad, Rose Tico, and Meryl Cobbin. So Jess is running M9G8, Hole Upgrade, and Ion Cannon Turret with S-Foils. Lega is running Expert Handling, Ion Cannon Turret, R4 Astromech, and Targeting Computer. Pamich is running Jamming Beam, Tractor Beam, PZ4CO. And Han Solo. Rose is running C-3PO and Deadeye Shot. And Meryl Cobbin is running Heroic and Advanced Optics. Then we go into the First Order. And for the First Order, we've got Ember, Recoil, Nightfall, Backdraft, and Scorch. Ember with Juke, Recoil with Predator and Advanced Optics. Nightfall with Predator, Ion Missiles, Sensor Scramblers, and Advanced Optics. Backdraft with Fanatical, Fire Control System, and Special Forces Gunner. And Scorch with Fanatical and Electronic Baffle. Then we're moving into the Republic. And we've got Barris, Luminara, Anakin Skywalker, Padme Amidala, and Click. Barris is running Patience, Ion Missiles, and R4 Astromech with a calibrated laser targeting. Luminara. It's running Patience, R4P17, and Calibrated Laser Targeting. Anakin Skywalker is running Juke, Fire Control System, R4 Astromech, Plasma Torpedoes. Padme is running Juke, Fire Control System, and Proton Torpedoes. And Click is running the Alpha 3 Esk. And I actually forgot to build out Click, so let me do that real quick. Um, Click is going to be running... You know what, let's have some fun with it. 
and let's make click have chopper c1 tech 10p and then lastly in this group we've got the cis who is going to be running general grievous dis t81 in the droid tri-fighter dbs 404 SureTech and a Trade Federation drone. So General Grievous, Outmaneuver, Impervium Plating, Shield Upgrade, and Solus One. The Tri-Fighter is running Treacherous, Fire Control System, Shield Upgrade, and the Intercept Booster. DBS-404 is running Advanced Proton Torpedoes, Ion Missiles, Independent Calculations, and the Landing Struts. SureTech is running Ensnare and Gravitic Deflection. And the Trade Federation drone is running grappling struts and independent calculations. All right, so that'll do our five ship list. Let's go ahead and move on to aces. And we're going back to the rebellion. So for aces, we've got Finn Rao with clan training, crack shot, and best guard reinforced plating. Wedge Antilles with hopeful proton torpedoes, R3 astromech. Hole upgrade and S foils, Ahsoka Tano in the A wing with extreme maneuvers, scattering shot, elusive, concussion missiles, and hole upgrade. And then rounding out the list is Derek Clevin in the A wing, naked. Moving into the Empire, you've actually seen a list similar to this go undefeated in Swiss. And uh, this is my take on it. So we've got Darth Vader with Predictive Shot, Hate, Pattern Analyzer, Fire Control System, Hole Upgrade, and Afterburners. Suntir Fell with Predator, Hole Upgrade, and Shield Upgrade. And Grand Inquisitor with Hate, Extreme Maneuvers, Outmaneuver, and Fire Control System. And really, um, you could swap that Extreme Maneuvers out for a... Hmm, no, never mind. How what I was thinking. So you you take off hate and extreme maneuvers, and you can run proton rockets. Alright, scum. We've got Finn Rao with clan training, fearless, and shield upgrade. Cavill with expert handling, ion cannon turret. R4 Astromech, Connernets, and Afterburners. Cicero with Cutthroat, Hole Upgrade, and Proton Torpedoes. And Nadu Shulak, Naked. Resistance. Um, this one should come as no surprise to most people. You've got Poe Dameron, Trigger Happy Flyboy, with Heroic R4 Astromech, Hole Upgrade, Overdrive Thrusters, Integrated S-Foils and Proton Torpedoes. Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, R4 Astromech, Wartime Loadout, and Proton Torpedoes. And Ray with Scattering Shot, Trick Shot, Rose, and Finn. And the Ray's title. Then we move into the First Order. And we've got Major Von Reg with Daredevil, Lone Wolf, Afterburners, and Hull Upgrade. Quick draw with Fanatical, Elusive, Special Forces Gunner, Afterburners, and Fire Control System. And Kylo Ren in the Silencer with Extreme Maneuvers, Sensor Scramblers, Ion Torpedoes, 
and concussion missiles. It's kind of up to you if whether you want to put sensitive controls on Kylo or not. That's kind of flavor to taste. All right, going into the Galactic Republic, we've got Anakin Skywalker in the Delta 7B with brilliant evasion, extreme maneuvers, and chopper. Then you've got Obi-Wan in the Ada 2 Actus with brilliant evasion, marksmanship, auto blasters, and R7A7. Rick O'Lee with Daredevil, fire control system, R4 astromech, and plasma torpedoes, and Contrail in the V-Wing with the Alpha Esk charge or configuration. And then lastly, going into CIS, we've got Django Fett with Treacherous, Count Dooku, False Transponder Codes, Hole Upgrade, Slave One Title, and Boba Fett Gunner. Sunfac with Ensnare, Gravitic Deflection, and Hole Upgrade. And General Grievous with Outmaneuver, Impervium Plating, Shield Upgrade, and Solus One. Now, if you're only flying three ships, you have to be incredibly careful on what you're doing. Um, you have to take the objectives that you can in the first round, and then you have to kind of play from there as to the best way to get your opponent. Keep in mind that you're going to be flying against a higher, excuse me, against a higher ship count than you would normally be expecting. So you have to be ready to be flexible to do that. But you're also going to have to pack a punch just because um, you're going to be operating at a disadvantage. All right. And for the last set of lists that I want to talk about, uh, this one was just, what's the most number of ships I could get in any faction, and how would I build that out? So again, we're going to go back to the Rebellion. And for this one, we've got Arian Kraken in the Z95 with elusive fire control system and hull upgrade. Lieutenant Blount in the Z95. Shara Bay in the A-Wing without maneuver. Arvel in the A-Wing with shield upgrade. A Green Squadron pilot with starboard slash and crack shot. Ezra with predictive shot and Leia Organa in the TIE Fighter. And AP-5 in the Shethapede with K-2SO and R-4 Astromech. Next is the uh, Empire list, and I gotta say, I was actually really happy with this one and how it turned out. So it's a seven, no, it's an eight ship list, and uh, I think it has potential. So what you've got is you've got Light and Dree with Ion Cannon, Hole Upgrade, and Maneuver Assist Astromech to really get out there and fly. You've got an ISB Jinguus with Ruthless and Contraband Cybernetics, Del Mico with Crackshot and Ruthless, and then five Obsidian Squadron TIE Fighters. All just to kind of get in there and getting potential rerolls from Light and Dree, 
just seems like, and then potential defensive rerolls from Dell, all of together just seems like there's a lot of synergy in there. You don't have to fly it in quite the same block that you have to fly the typical TIE Swarm in um, in order for it to be effective. All right, now we're moving into Scum. And we've got Lando Calrissian in the escape craft with L337. Nadu Shulak in the Z95, naked. Foreman Proach with Ion Limited Overdrive, Elusive, and Precision Ion Engines. Bosk with Marksmanship, Cutthroat, and Magpulse Warheads. Keto Lishos with Thread Tracers and Hull Upgrade. A Black Sun Soldier with Ion Missiles and Deadman Switch. And a Spice Runner Hawk with Concussion Bombs. Now we'll move into the resistance. For the resistance, we've got Jarek Jaeger with Elusive, Heroic, and R4 Astromech. Wilsa Teslo with Dorsal Turret, Seismic Charges, and Targeting Computer. Sasha Zaro with Marg Sabal Closure, Dorsal Turret, and Angled Deflectors. Rose Tico with ATP and C3PO. BB-8 with Ferrosphere Paint, ATP, and Lamar Daisy. R1J5 in the Fireball. So I guess that means you can give Kaz's Fireball title to Yerick. And then Meryl Cobbin with Heroic and Advanced Optics. Going into the First Order. You have another TIE Swarm, but this is all named TIE FOs. So here's what we've got. We've got Malarus with Thread Tracers, Scorch with Fanatical and Electronic Baffle, Static with Fanatical, Proud Tradition, and Pattern Analyzer, Longshot with Fanatical and Electronic Baffle, Muse with Advanced Optics and Hole Upgrade, Lieutenant Revis and Null with Fanatical and Pattern Analyzer. And honestly, you're, you're basically almost running the Focho, but now you have all abilities on your TIE Fighters. Then we'll go into the Republic, and we start off with Contrail with the Besh configuration, Click with dedicated R2 Astromech, Precision Ion Engines, Besh, and Connernets. Barish Offy with Extreme Maneuvers, R4 Astromech in Calibrated Laser Targeting. Danae Elberger with Passive Sensors and Ion Torpedoes. Willif Tarkin with Elusive, R3 Astromech, Precision Ion Engines, Besh, and Connernets. And two Handmaidens with Passive Sensors and Ion Torpedoes. And then lastly, we move into CIS, and we've got Captain Seer with K2B4, Shield Upgrade, and Impervium Plating, DFS-311 with Thread Tracers, Struts, and Shield Upgrade. And then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 
Trade Federation Dones, and actually I'm going to take that shield upgrade off of DFS because I'm going to give everyone independent calculations. And I think what you'll see in these lists is you have the ability um, with most of them to kind of spread out and take whatever objectives you need. You've got a whole lot of bodies, some of which are going to be very difficult to kill and really kind of just bog your opponent down with all of these extra ships flying around. So that'll do it for this week's episode. Please consider leaving a review however you consume it. It really means a lot to me. If you aren't a patron, please consider becoming one. You can find me at saltmindxwing or patreon.com slash saltmindxwing. And uh, I will be doing, this will be the last quarter that I'll be doing uh, giveaways for a while in addition to extra um, gifts slash, uh, they're not gifts, rewards. Sorry, I, I can I can talk. Um, so uh, this month, uh, for my top tier patrons, you will be receiving a T-shirt at the end of the quarter, and uh, for the lower tier patrons, you will be given a discount to purchase a T-shirt if you are interested in doing that. Uh, and then this month's giveaway, it will be the last giveaway that I do for some time, and it's going to be a T65 damage deck. The original promo one when 2.0 first came out. Yep, I still have one, and I'm excited to be giving it out at the end of the month. So, without further ado, this is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.